Hello, you're listening to Freelance Mum, the mother of all juggling acts, with me, Faye Dicker. And me, Laura Rawlings. Happy New Year, if indeed we can still say it. Can we officially say that, Laura? Whoop, whoop. I think we can say it for as long as it's the first time that we're talking to you in 2020. So that we can say sense. it. Yes. <laughs> Happy New Year. And today we are talking, we're sitting poolside, as you can hear, with the lovely splashing of the, of the live Lido water on the, on the pool here. Um, and we're talking themes, aren't we? Yeah. Which seems to be a modern equivalent to New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I haven't actually heard of this, got to be honest, until you said about it, Faye. You said that you had this idea of theming your year and it's something you've done in the past. And I thought, that's actually a really good idea. I like it. Um, But for anyone who's totally new to the sort of idea of what it is that you do and how you pick a theme, what what would you say on this as someone who is a bit more experienced than me? Well, I wouldn't claim to be any kind of an expert um, and there's been lots of chat in the mothership about it but I think Mm -hmm. the clever thing about a theme is you pick a word and it's not just picking a word at random you might want to sit and uh, meditate or just note take or something and I'm sure a word will probably come to you um, after a while and so for example it'll be easier if I give you an example my theme for last year was reward Mm -hmm. and once you've picked your theme you apply it to yourself you think in different scenarios so if I make a decision um, based on myself or my business or my family or my community I ask will it reward them or will it reward me and it really helps frame that decision making process and frame how I approach that year so for me when I reached the word reward the thought journey that took me to that place was I was originally thinking about harvesting and when I thought about harvesting and reaping your rewards, mm-hmm. I initially got to the word harvest, but I thought, well, harvest is way too hard. That's too much hard labour. I've put in the hard <laughs> graft. Enough of that labour. Be done with that. It's time to reap the rewards. Okay. So it helped me make some big decision making. It helped me go from freelance mum changing the membership mm-hmm. um, because I felt that this would help sustain a community and to me that felt about rewarding a community and re- revo- rewarding me the individual as well behind it. Did you use it to help you prioritise and did that mean that you ruled out doing some things? You actually found it easier to say right no I'm not going to do that because that doesn't fit in. I wouldn't say it was so much about no it doesn't fit in as what am I going to give myself if I do this thing I mean you obviously can't do everything in life on a right okay I've done this so I want this back I volunteered my time here so I'm going to I don't reward myself with this let's be honest we usually get something yeah I think it kind of maybe it works in that um, mental tally chart that we all play you know you think well I've done this I've done that um I'd like to think that I can now give myself something back. I'm going to reward myself for my time. So as you know, being here at the, at the Lido is one of my favourite places. Um, I might think, okay, I've done X amount of time and therefore I'm going to reward myself by every Wednesday having an extra swim. And that is exactly something that I gave myself last year as a result of, of making that decision. And when you did that, was that when you noted in your diary, like with a, did you put a green heart in there? Yeah. Am I dreaming this? Did you also add some visual representation of, I have yeah, yeah. like an, a tick basically. Exactly. Green heart in the diary went in every time I'd given myself 
a reward, a reward being actually something that was good for me, good for my soul, mm-hmm. um, like being here, um, like, a, like a good walk with a friend. Those rewards, I had notes with a green heart in my diary. And did you see they increased as you were more mindfully, as you were kind of more mindful of this? Because um, I'm thinking it might, you know, it would do for me if I... It might have done if I'd have kept it up, Laura. <laughs> Put it this way, keep it this way. I've got another green pen and I've started again this year, so. But you know what though, if you you know that you've done it, then that habit has developed anyway, hasn't it? I mean, these things can help develop a habit. That's why they're nice to do. You look back, you see it and you think, oh, that was good. That made me happy. More good feelings, um, easier to sustain. But if you've created the habit anyway and you can just do it in your head. Yes, exactly. So with that theming in place, Laura, what do you think? Is it something you could possibly take on? Yeah. So we had, Faye and I talked to each other a lot, so we talked about this before Christmas, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, themes. And I was listening to the radio, driving along, focusing on the radio for most of the time, and then I realised that my mind had sort of disappeared off, which is when all the best ideas were about to arrive. (laughs) And um, I actually thought, do you know what, I need to be less afraid of failure. And so my theme for 2020, um, the word, I guess, is failure. And that's not because I'm setting out my stool to go and cock loads of things up, but because actually I've realised that being afraid of getting something wrong, um, of not doing it very well, has led to huge amounts of procrastination and has stopped me from getting out there and trying some things. So, you know, if I drew up my to-do list for my business, for, for one example, there'd be things on there that have been on there for ages because I've been waiting for a time when I am largely less tired I've realised this time will never happen now because I have a toddler. Um, So I just need to bin those thoughts. But yeah, I kept thinking, oh, next week will be a bit better. I will be more awake. I will have more creative ideas. Um, And I didn't do it because I was just thinking, God, I don't feel great. This isn't going to be very good. When I write those first few sentences of copy for my website or whatever it might be or a social media post, it's going to be a bit crap and I'm not going to be happy. And as someone who's been in the past, pre-child, a perfectionist, that's still quite hard to stomach. Um, Whereas if I just realise that actually this is me now, a slightly knackered version of myself, but still competent, (laughs) and just go, do you know what? If you start it and you don't like it, it doesn't matter. You can tweak it afterwards. But for God's sake, get something done then actually I will get through my to-do list a whole lot quicker and it's okay to get things wrong, you know. Do you know, hearing you talk and share that whole school of thought and the thinking process, Laura, just reminds me of um, when I was sort of, I don't know, maybe Jemima was a toddler, I suddenly came to that done is better than perfect. I realised the only way I was going to survive freelancing and motherhood was if I subscribed to that school of thought and once I subscribed to done is better than perfect yeah I just I felt so much better it's like look it's just never it will never get done unless I just do it and Mm. putting things on social media that I was actually wincing a bit because it wasn't the most perfect graphic or I knew someone else could have produced something that was far nicer and more slick in Canva Mm -hmm. than I was capable of doing and I also knew that I had an understanding audience who were in the same place as me. Yeah. And yeah. done was better than nothing. Yeah. So that's where I that's where I went. And funny enough, you know, in your example there, I think that is all part of the authenticity. You are living the life that you're yeah. talking about. It's okay, you know. So when Faye and I make any little minor errors in this podcast, it's it's absolutely fine. You know why? Because <laughs> we're both a bit tired. <laughs> but it's it's just a massive relief and yeah. 
for me, it was learning about why you procrastinate. So I felt motivated. I was like, oh yeah, I really want to do that or I'd have ideas aplenty. And I was like, well, why the heck aren't I doing these things? And I realised it's because I was scared of failing. And as soon as you realise that, you can be like, oh, okay, right, well, I'll just try it then, you know? I love, I absolutely love the fact that you've picked the word failure because as your friend, when you initially said failure to me... I was like, no, brave, no, try brave, Laura. Brave's much nicer. You don't yeah, worry about, you don't, you don't need to fail. Brave, be brave. And then as I came to it in my own thought process, applying it to things that I wanted to try and realising that actually it doesn't matter if you fail. Isn't it something like failing is just your first attempt at learning? Yeah, or it's on the journey to success. Oh, yeah. There are, you know, there are good phrases out there to support this thinking. Yeah, <laughs> and you just think, yeah, I am go- actually, I am going to fail. I am going to fail, but failing is just about, as you say, my journey to success and there is nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And the alternative is that you sit there not having done any of those things that you've put off doing for a long time because you're scared of not doing them. So you actually achieve nothing. I can remember when I was at secondary school back in the day when we used to write lots of um, motivating little quotes on the back of our exercise oh, yes. books. Inside of folders, yep. yeah. That's it. And I can remember a friend of mine, actually she's in the mothership now, Gina, um, she had written on hers, and it's always stuck with me, our greatest glory isn't in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. And I've always loved that one. It's always stuck with me because I think, yeah, it sums it up. There's what's life would be so boring if we were all perfect Mm. if it was about being perfectionists it's not about that it's about having the ability to get back up again i'm sure there's an i actually am i'm embarrassed to attempt to quote this because i can't remember whether it's chinese or japanese (laughs) proverb but it's something about being knocked down seven times and getting back up eight yes it's that same sort of thing isn't it you know it's about that ability to rise so you spoke about you came to your word when you were driving yeah. and we discussed framing a year and neither neither one of us are claiming here to be experts but what advice would you give to someone who's thinking actually i quite like that thought process how would you go about it have you got any advice for people who they're thinking about choosing a word to frame their year or a theme well you can either directly think about it and think right what comes to me right now mm. Or you can go off and do something completely different where you go into some kind of daydream, which is what I end up doing. So driving, walking, a little bit of exercise, listening to music. Um, And it may well pop up in your own mind when you do that. Uh, You could just empty your head of all the different ideas that you've got onto a piece of paper. Some people like to set intentions. You know, this is another way, isn't it? Thinking about how you would like to feel at the end of it. Or they might set goals, thinking about what they might like to do. I guess it's okay how you arrive at it. They're all good ways to have a stab at it. (laughs) We're still here. (laughs) I've not been hit on the head. We've got some scaffolding works above. Um, Yeah, they're all good techniques. I try any one of those and then apply it. I think the interesting bit is, well, what does that actually mean? What difference would that actually make? If I apply that word, what difference is that going to mean? So like I said, it means I'm not afraid to write copy for my website or for social media. That's how I know that's the right word. For me, I forgot to mention that, you know, I said last year's word was reward, which I love and actually very much taken it still with me, reward. Um, And I don't think I'm ever going to stop that one. Uh, But this year's, as you know, and I smile as I'm saying it, this year it is be more fey. So yes, I am now talking about myself in the third person. Um, but yeah, I want to be more Faye. When I think about Faye as my younger person mm-hmm. in a life before children, I think of myself being very free, slightly bonkers, um, very independent, all those things that you are. Um, loving life, lots of friends of different ages, 
involved in lots of community groups very many you know parts that are still true to me now but yeah. with a bit more of that free spirit and of just bringing out the best bits of Faye and so it's about being more Faye and I don't quite know how I'm applying that yet but I'm already contemplating it in my decision making put it that way so that's partly around identity isn't mm. it that about who you are and I think you know that that sort of thing resonates with probably everyone listening to this especially after you've had children yeah. it's like where's me disappeared to I am mum I am partner or wife or whatever to someone uh, and then where am I in the list of all yes. of this I think there's a little is there a little bit of that in it for I you think, yeah I think yeah. you're right actually Laura there's a touch of that you sort of think well hang on a minute I've, I've been a, a good wife a good mother a good business person mm. where's where's Faye in the mix where mm. where did I get in all of that I've done all my bit I've volunteered here I've done a bit here actually what did I what where's Faye and what and who is she anyway mm. it's quite easy to just do what you've always do that's true and we do shed skin as we go along mm. don't we Faye and I have talked about the fact that I need to um, go through my wardrobe having now got a toddler and coming towards the end of our breastfeeding journey which is a time when loads of people think okay nothing fits what do I need to wear mm. um, but fashion is an interesting one isn't mm. it I know you and I have said about the clothes that you were wearing when you envisage Faye mm. that it takes you back to some of the clothes that you had and I can remember not. yeah putting on the clothes I've been desperately looking forward to putting on again after I'd had Jemima and finished breastfeeding and putting on this dress that I had been so excited about and I'd loved it it'd been a favorite I'd worn it when I was working at the BBC and I put it on and the words that went through my head were I feel like I'm a snake putting on my old skin mm. it just wasn't me anymore didn't fit me wasn't my old life and it, that was a really peculiar thing. You realise that clothes are so much more than just something to keep you warm. Yeah, oh, so true. I've got loads of my clothes that are in that category still in the wardrobe. And it's part of it is like letting go, isn't it? It's like, oh, I must have seen myself as being like that person, as someone who would wear that beautiful formal dress or whatever yeah. it might be, and thinking, oh, okay, I'm not going to wear that anymore. But it's then thinking, well, what, you know, what is that I'd really like to go with now? Because I have moved on. It's not like nothing's happened. But I would like to move beyond practical clothing. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's just me personally. Mm. Faye's in a different kind of get-up. But yeah, and wear jewellery, that's the other thing, mm. which I don't feel I wear anymore. I've, uh, as part of being more Faye, actually, or make you, this will make you smile. We were at the pantomime at the week, and I think it must have been one of the dames were wearing a pair of rainbow tights. I was like, I want those. I want rainbow tights. And you don't that, need the no. excuse of being Infanto. <laughs> no, I don't need to be Infanto. I just know that I want a pair of rainbow tights. How will you... Okay, here's a question for you. What will you sort of feel like then when you apply your theme? Because that will tell you when you're doing it and when it's working. I think it's that feeling of, do you, know, do you not have days sometimes where you're like, you look in the mirror or you just feel what you feel and you just say, I, I feel great. I feel great. You know, it's those slightly bonkers days. You know, it's, well, it's, yeah, purple tights, orange dress, <laughs> long tassel earrings, gold coat. Oh, that's me today. But, you know, it's those kind of, okay. you know, it's, for me that's when I I feel like Faye when I feel energised giving back as well as you know just feeling plugged in yeah and on top of it yeah in control yeah you've been able to think about what you're wearing where you're going who you're seeing and it's good yes yeah all of those things yes I do know what you mean uh <laughs> I remember it fondly. Yeah. Last time was about two years ago. No, seriously, though, that's really, that is really, really important. Mm. I would like to get a full-length mirror. This is not part of my failure thing, but it would be quite nice to see what I wear 
like below the bottom half. Not doing yes. a funny shimmy yeah. in front of a short mirror. Yeah, yeah. or standing on like a, yeah. a cushioned stool, which is just a recipe <laughs> for disaster. Yeah, I think that's excellent. So you're going to have to catch up with us then in, well, a year's time. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll reflect on this actually, because I think that's can. an important thing, mm. is to actually reflect on where you're going with this. Are you doing it? Is it, is it actually working out? It's fine if it changes and you want to make your theme something else but uh, yeah i think we should yeah make a a date we'll come back to it and see where we're at and what's changed as a result of it i'd absolutely love that i'd also like to really hear what other people are thinking when it comes to their own themes and hear what things people are picking for for 2020 yeah because that's another excellent way of working out what yours might be yeah so well good luck with it laura i know we'll be keeping in touch with each other on our journeys and i can't wait to see your journeys i don't want to see you fail by the way but i want to see you the other side of them yay three cheers to that and to you with all of your excellent themes resolutions intentions however you want to kind of frame what you're going to do next and get yeah as face says get in touch thanks for listening to freelance mum remember there's loads more podcasts and exciting content at freelancecorner.co.uk and you can also meet lots of other freelancers subscribe like and share from whichever platform you get your podcast from and join us next week as we speak to another expert on an issue that's important to you thanks for listening Bye. bye